This is the MDRT Podcast. How do you replace a staff member? How do you fire one? How do you get them up to speed on something you thought they knew how to do? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters... Mark Olson, Austin, Texas. David Braithwaite from London in the UK. Sophia Dumianski from Hartford, Connecticut. Discuss challenges they've encountered with their staff and how they've dealt with them. We have our front staff departing, so our front receptionist, our concierge, sadly is going to follow her dreams and depart from our office. This has been some recent news to the office, and we're going to be very, very sad to see her go. Very difficult to replace, but I'm a silver lining guy, and just sort of being here on this task force and listening to everyone share ideas today in the meeting, I'm just bubbling with ideas and getting very excited about the prospect of interviewing new people and being able to have a fresh start with somebody. You hate to lose somebody. That's the circumstance. You got to make the best of it. What are some of the ideas that you'll put in place? It's mainly the job description to have someone be connecting clients who may have insurance with clients who only have investments and having someone be the connector as front office, as the face to the clients, who better than to be on the social media pages looking through the news feed of what's going on in people's lives and then having certain discretionary spending limits to go out and do special things for clients that have special things happening in their lives and that could be something that that front person concierge does and having a fresh start is a way to bring someone in with a focus on social media where we didn't have that before and so there's a lot there those are just some of the things yeah that I can recall off the top of my head some of the biggest challenges I think that we all face are relating to staff and team members and you've alluded to the fact you're losing a good person that's gone there, which is always a shame. But also you might have the bad people in your team as well that you need to make a difficult decision about. And we had somebody that we recently had to to get rid of. And it was interesting because they have a probationary period, so they have to sit the probationary period. Once they've passed that, then they're on board. And we had this person's probationary period extended and then extended again. And There's a great expression that somebody who was an MDRT member said to me, he said, if you're thinking about getting rid of somebody, you already have. So if you're thinking that they're not there, you might as well get rid of them. And so once I heard that, I had the the person involved come in to see me at five to five. And I made sure that all the staff outside left dead on time at five o'clock. And by about three minutes past five, he was out the door with his key in my hand and not in his anymore. So in getting rid of somebody, what it does is it gives you this power that you've put back into the team. The team think, crikey, A, he's serious about what he's doing. Second thing is how much more energy the team have got without this person adding and polluting their attitude and the whole way the office works. And it's what a relief. It's like a great weight has been lifted from your shoulders and you suddenly feel like, oh, I'm free again. And then what happens? You recruit somebody else, you get the right fit person, you think, why didn't I do that sooner? But you don't always trust your gut because I think the problem with a lot of what we do in our work, and the same goes with clients or with staff, you always expect and want them to be better than perhaps the people that they're ever going to be. So you always want more for them than they do. You want that member of staff to really succeed and do better. But if they're not willing to do it, It's like pushing a rope. It'll only ever go so far. And you can't lead a horse to water and make it drink. You can only do so much. Make sure you get the right hires in. But if they're not there, 
hire slow but fire fast if they're not the right fit. Is that ever hard in those moments when you have to let someone go? It was because that was the first time I'd ever done it, so it did feel hard at the time. But the payoffs now, I know, it's huge. And the sense of the, the camaraderie and the team straight away lifted, you could just feel everything was a lot more positive. So you needed to do it. But sometimes you know, the best things, they're not always the easy things, but the necessary things. And that's what you've got to remember, is to sometimes do the hard stuff because you need to get to the easy stuff by going through that first. I have a lot of funny stories with my staffing people or person. <laughs> She's a little younger, so what I've learned that when you're in college, they don't always teach you some of the basics. We did a mail out, we sent out 100 mailings, and every single one of them came back. Not because there was wrong addresses, it was because she didn't realize that sending out by mail required a post stamp. <laughs> so we had a lot of challenges like that where on the internet she's phenomenal but going back to how do we address the mail uh, an envelope that there's cost that comes with it and there's plenty more other stories that come along so what I've learned is not to assume that they know everything is to have clear communication and training put in place and move step by step as we go through the process. And not necessarily that they're a bad person or not good enough. They just might not know everything yet. I guess if you're used to just using email all day, don't put a stamp on that, do you? So you don't need to. So no, and it's assumptive that we would have realized that that's what you do. But if you haven't been in that world before, how would you know? To them is alien. How would you know? I mean, everything's done online. Did she never get something in the mail, though? Well, maybe (laughs) not. You live at home, and then you're in a college. Like, the parents are paying for everything. But my son, he's he's just turned nine. I don't know if he would know that you put a stamp on an envelope and send something to somebody, because that's a different world for them now, isn't it? It's about emailing, it's about texting, it's about everything's electronic. Right. So going back to being what now would be regarded as old school... But hey, it makes a great story. So right now my staffing challenge is not having a staff. So if you don't have a staff, you are the staff. My move to Austin, Texas was very recent. And so I have not found a staff person yet. I'm sure I'll solve that one. But a a little more than a year ago at our office in New Jersey, we had hired somebody part-time and she seemed great at the outset. And she turned out not to be so great. And as we were as a team working through the issues with her, we decided that we were going to give her basically a month to shape up or ship out. And the day that I was supposed to go and have this conversation with her, she turned in her notice, which was a huge weight off of my shoulder. So I didn't have to tell her, by the way, if you don't do these things in the next month, we're going to fire you. She had found another job and it was full-time. And I can't tell you that we were just so happy. We just said, okay, put all of your work on this drive right here and we wish you the best of luck. Did you have to look disappointed? 
and I, pretend I, that you were gutted that she was leaving. I did, but we all did the happy dance after she left. So it was definitely weighing on me and it was a challenge. And usually I would say it was because we're not good at communicating to her exactly what we wanted, but we were very, very clear. And we had one of the advisors on our team, which we had kind of made her be the HR person over our staff person. And she was very clear all of the time. And it was crazy, but since I was the leader of the team, the, hey, we're going to fire you if you don't fix this was squarely on my shoulders to do. So no one wanted to do that. So it, it all fell to me. And very fortunately, she quit. What were the issues that were making you feel like things wouldn't get better? I guess the the key thing were, were that things that needed to get done that she said were done weren't actually done. And then we would look and say, well, that didn't actually happen. And, oh, this this client file, it's not actually ready. And so we ended up having to do the work we had paid her to do. And then she started to, uh, you, you try to teach people that if you start work at nine, you need to be at work by quarter to nine so that at nine you are really working. And she was a little uh, easier on the time, you know, if it was 9, 9.15, 9.30, you know, as long as it was today, she felt like that was pretty good, but that doesn't work when we have clients coming in and expect to walk in and she's sitting there and she's walking in when they are. So that was, those were the primary reasons. And we, we just didn't see the growth that she was supposed to be having through the time that she was there. We started with very easy things and worked our way up and she just was not progressing. She was actually, it seemed like going backwards and and taking advantage and uh, uh, taking calls while she should be working. And we'd see her you know, on her phone, you'd walk out around the corner and she's texting someone instead of doing the work that you're paying her to do. So it was a, a lot of things, but it, it was enough that we decided it was time to get her to straighten up and fly right or leave. And uh, she chose leave before we even uh, got the chance to lay that out there for her. What will you do differently when you hire your next person? Everything. (laughs) So we have decided that uh, I am not going to make the hiring decision myself and that uh, we're going to do some of those other uh, types of tests like Colby tests and things that test for personality and strengths and weaknesses uh, and those types of things uh, and not go with my gut because my gut isn't very good on, on these human resources type things. And I know that about me, so I am just going to put that all on someone else. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.